Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by the We Got Your Mac podcast. Leading off today, Apple Music is now encouraging artists with a financial incentive to make their music available in spatial audio. This was rumored last month, but is now official, with Apple paying up to 10% more per play in royalties for tracks where a spatial version is available. Crucially, Apple Music users do not necessarily have to listen in spatial audio for the artist to be rewarded with the bonus payout. The metric is calculated based on the proportion of spatial available to non-spatial available plays. So if an artist makes all of their music available in spatial audio, they will see the 10% royalty bonus even if no one actually listened to the spatial version. Apple simply hopes that if more songs are available in spatial audio, more users will listen to the spatial version to get a more immersive surround sound experience with AirPods Pro, AirPods Max, and other headphones. Apple says that more than 90% of subscribers have tried listening to a song in spatial audio, and total spatial audio plays have more than tripled in the last two years. The number of songs available in spatial audio has increased by 5,000% since the feature first debuted back in 2021. Apple says the 10% bonus is seen as both a reward for artists delivering higher quality content and a form of compensation to recognize the additional time and effort required to mix in Dolby Atmos. The higher payouts will begin with payouts coming for January streams. In other news today, Project Titan, Apple's long-running electric car project, has been underway since 2015, but the project has faced numerous delays and repeated executive turnover, and Bloomberg now reports that Apple has drastically scaled back its goals for Project Titan yet again. Initially, Apple was planning to make a fully autonomous vehicle without a steering wheel with a target release date of 2026. Bloomberg says that since Apple VP Kevin Lynch took over the Apple Car project in 2021, the company has set a new release date and outlined new goals for the launch of its first car. Bloomberg says Apple's current goal is to release an electric car in 2028, that offers limited autonomy features in line with what's offered by other electric vehicle makers like Tesla. Bloomberg says the Apple car will require that drivers pay attention and be ready to take over, similar to the current Tesla autopilot system. Apple has also acknowledged that it can upgrade the system over time with software updates, as things like the international regulatory environment evolves. Bloomberg says the lowered autonomy specifications should mean that Apple can now move forward successfully, with Kevin Lynch still leading the project. Bloomberg says that some employees are critical of the plans, suggesting that an Apple car is merely a me-too product, and the project has never actually generated a visible prototype. But still, the story says that Apple's board of directors put pressure on Tim Cook last year to deliver a plan for shipping Project Titan or to decide to axe the project entirely. This realignment under Kevin Lynch, with the goal of 2028 and limited autonomy features, seems to be the path that Apple has settled on. We are sponsored this week by We Got Your Mac. Who could forget those old Apple commercials Mac versus PC? Those ads harken back to simpler times, but the debate continues to heat up across the enterprise, and it's getting more interesting than ever before. 
Some analysts even speculate that the Mac will be the dominant business endpoint by 2030. That's where We Got Your Mac comes in. A new podcast from SHI, We Got Your Mac is here to help business leaders navigate the fascinating, ever-changing world of the Mac in the workplace. From debunking security myths to attracting talent and overcoming adoption pains, you'll discover the ups and downs of delivering Mac at scale. New episodes stream every two weeks, featuring interviews with the experts at Apple, SHI, and from around the C-suite. So what are you waiting for? Make 2024 the year you put an end to the Mac versus PC question in your business. Go to WeGotYourMac.com or search for We Got Your Mac wherever you get your podcasts today. My thanks again to We Got Your Mac for sponsoring 9to5Mac daily. Running out today, the Digital Markets Act in the European Union officially goes into effect on March 6th, at which point Apple will have to be in full compliance with the guidelines. The DMA will require that Apple reduce its monopolistic control of software on iOS by opening the iPhone up to sideloading and third-party app stores. But even as we approach that March deadline, there are still a ton of questions about how Apple will comply. The Wall Street Journal, however, believes that it has the inside scoop on Apple's plans. The journal says that although apps will be available outside of the App Store for the first time, Apple reportedly still plans to charge fees and conduct app review processes for side-loaded apps. The Wall Street Journal story says, quote, Apple will give itself the ability to review each app downloaded outside of its app store. Apple also plans to collect fees from developers that offer downloads outside of the app store. End quote. While more specific details here remain unclear, one thing that is clear is that even though Apple will have to open the iPhone up to alternative app stores, it will still maintain close insight of apps downloaded outside of the app store. Apple has reportedly been meeting with officials from the European Commission over the last few months to discuss the new rules, and as of right now, Apple hasn't provided a final package to regulators describing its solution to the Commission or tested its plans with other participants in the market. But once this process is completed, the European Commission will review the full package to look at whether Apple's plans make the market more open and contestable ahead of the March 6th deadline. And one final thing to keep in mind is that all of these changes to the App Store will only apply in the European Union, so anyone in other countries, such as the United States, will not be able to sideload apps or use third-party app stores. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.